Have you ever been reading through a stack of comics and thought, maybe I should see what the Sarkham Asylum game is all about? Or been playing Marvel vs. Capcom and felt like you were at a real disadvantage since you didn't know who half the characters were? Well, Play Comics is the show for you. I'm Chris, and each episode we take a look at video games based on comic properties and how well they stick to that source material. So whether you know the comics and want to know how all these games work, or you know the games and want to find out where all this craziness came from, go check out Play Comics at playcomics.com or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. For Nerds by Nerds Production. Welcome back to the Four Nerds by Nerds Podcast, your one stop for all your nerdy needs. I am your host, Josh, and joining me, as always, is my lovely co-host, Tammy. Hi, guys. It's Tammy. Clap, 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 clap. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm happy to be recording. We are going to talk about a little anime today. Yeah. We've never done an anime episode before, so this will be fun. Ooh. I really, really like anime. And Tammy's been uh, ripping it up with anime lately. <laughs> I have, yeah. So we're going to we'll talk about a whole bunch of stuff. Before we get to that, though, we will we'll do a couple segments. We will start with our Be Kind Rewind. So this week, it will be sponsored by the Pineapple Pizza Podcast. Ooh. I've mentioned on the show before, two two out of the three hosts have been on here before, so we just got to get that last one. Uh, it is Ashley from the Study and Skylar podcast, Emily from the Drink Drunk Dead podcast, who hasn't been on the show, and Lindsay from the Yield Crime podcast. They all got together and made their own podcast all together. Awesome. And it's all about like urban legends and like myths and, and all sorts of fun stuff. Ooh. I'll let them explain it better. So here, here is a clip from their show. So other fun activities besides necrophilia with the ladies is cannibalism, incest, and the desecration and robbing of graves. Nice. Boy, you know, that sounds like a fun weekend. Because no rager is complete without desecrating some corpses. <laughs> Or incest. <laughs> oh, just ask the Lannisters. <laughs> I was just going to say, party at the Lannisters place. <laughs> <laughs> Bring your sister. She's also your <laughs> The skinwalkers will go naked or shift into an animal form, adorned with ritualistic paint and beaded jewelry. And the leaders of these groups tend to be an old man who is the most powerful and eldest of the skinwalkers. Which means he looks pretty cool when he's naked. Just saying. <laughs> oh. <laughs> hey, hey, ladies. <laughs> hey, ladies. Welcome to the party. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm hearing Adam Sandler in my head going, you're going to miss me when his wrinkly body's on top of you with his blue skin and old balls. Yes. <laughs> I think now we know why they only choose female corpses. Fair. Because it's a dirty old guy that nobody wants to touch. Fair. Fair. So now I'm going to cover what a skinwalker does. Because they do things. And it's creepy. They do? And it's creepy. (laughs) (laughs) 
You know, they don't just stay, they don't just stand there like, I'm creepy. Here I am. Check me out. I didn't just do all this incest for nothing. (laughs) Yeah, so be sure to check them out if you liked what you heard. Check them out even if you didn't like what you hear. And be sure to follow them on Twitter. They are at Pineapple Pizza Pod. (laughs) This is just fun to say. (laughs) And they're they're all very super nice and, and some of the biggest supporters of this show. So... Definitely go check out their show. They're they're hilarious and lovely. What else? Let's get into some news. Last week, I believe, or the week before, Zack Snyder's latest movie came out, Army of the Dead. Did you watch that, Tammy, on Netflix? No. no I, I didn't see it, though. Like I saw like a preview for it. I just hadn't gotten around to it yet. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't gotten to watch it either. Dave Bautista from uh, Guardians of the Galaxy and many other things. And being a wrestler. <laughs> But Zack Snyder, he he also directed like Man of Steel and Batman vs Superman and Justice League. Um, he came out this week and he's been doing a lot of interviews. He said uh, quite a few things. He said he would like he'd still like to do a Dark Knight Returns movie, which is kind of what some big elements of Batman vs Superman is based on. But he said it, uh, if he was given the opportunity to do it, he'd do it more like he did Three Hundred because he directed 300 as well mm-hmm. and just do it as like an actual like comic book frame like frame by frame remake like frame by frame adaptation instead of like trying to make his own thing with it like he did with batman and superman which it is that's interesting and it's also like weird because it's weird to think that like he's actually admitting like yeah your problem is you need to be reined in a little bit <laughs> like you, <laughs> you need yeah. that structure and control and not just doing whatever <laughs> the fuck you want but i, I just don't I think like his relationship with Warner Brothers is probably done at this point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but who knows? I mean, they could get desperate and do that. And I mean, I, if he if he did if he did that if he set himself to the, those type of rules, I'd watch it. Yeah. Last week, Emily Blunt was doing uh, interviews for A Quiet Place Two. Yeah. Which came, out, which came out this week, and there's been a lot of rumors for year, like a few years now that her and her husband John Krasinski director of a quiet place and a quiet place too will be mr fantastic and sue storm in the fantastic four and Mm -hmm. uh, there was a clip circulating of her kind of like freaking out a little bit she's like you know i'm the third no like i'm not i'm not here for this like you're the fourth person in a row to ask me this like i don't i don't give a shit (laughs) (laughs) but the weird thing was she went on to say that like she doesn't care about superhero movies she doesn't like superhero movies but she was the actress that was originally cast as Black Widow. So it's weird that like all of a sudden now she doesn't give a shit about superhero movies. Yeah. I mean, I guess back then she wasn't like a big star or anything, but still. <laughs> she also made the horrible decision of dropping out of being Black Widow to be in the Gulliver's Travel movie with Jack oh. Black. That that was uh that was probably a mistake on her part. But mm-hmm, on the definitely. other hand, her, her husband John Krasinski has been quoted in saying, hell yes, he'd love to play Reed Richards in the Fantastic <laughs> Four movie. So, which is, is, it's good and it's fine because he, he is definitely like the one people want more because he actually yeah. looks like Mr. Fantastic. She doesn't really look like Sue Storm at all. People just think they're cute together. So they're like, fuck it. Like, if we're getting him, we, we'll take her too. <laughs> yeah. MGM, the production studio that owns James Bond, was. Uh, purchased by Amazon this week. Oh. 
So that is a, a very big deal. Now people are wondering if the latest James Bond movie that has been delayed like five times now mm-hmm. <laughs> because of COVID and everything, uh, if it's going to skip theaters altogether and just be put out on Amazon Prime. Because, I mean, at this point, though, like, why not just do both? Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter. It's very weird, too, because it's one of those things where, like, a lot of people don't know. Like, James Bond's based off of books. Like, it was a book series. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, it's based off a book series. So, like, there's only... I think there's only, like, two movies, maybe, which titles aren't titles of actual books. Like, some of them... Like, Quantum Solace is just made up. Mm -hmm. Because, like, there's some, like, weird thing where the rights have, like, jumped around a couple of times because it's... And it's like primarily owned by the broccoli family. <laughs> uh, they're like they're like their estate owns it, and then they have like licensed it to MGM or something like that. But there was some weird period where, like, it went to a, like another company, so then they couldn't say certain things and they couldn't well, use characters and shit like that. It's so fucking weird how all of that works. Tammy, you watched the '90s Spider-Man cartoon. Mm-hmm. You remember Craven the Hunter? No. He's like a big mustachioed man. He wears a vest made out of a lion's head. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I would have remembered that. Yeah, he's he, he's a he's a pretty terrifying character. He's this whole thing is like he's a he's a big game hunter, mm-hmm. but like too extreme. So like he just wants to like fight like the most deadly things. So he is like a Spider-Man villain. Like he only cares about beating Spider-Man like because it's a challenge. Mm-hmm. Sony, because they own Spider-Man, they're just kind of continuing on with this Spider-Man universe sans Spider-Man <laughs> like because everybody wants that because um, they did Venom and they're doing Venom 2. And now they they are officially making a Craven the Hunter movie, which they've kind of kicked the idea around for a while. For, for the longest time, everyone thought The Rock was going to play Craven the Hunter. Um, mm-hmm. They've signed... Uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson, who you may know as Kickass, oh, <laughs> or Silver from, oh wow, Wanda's brother, yeah. Uh, so I mean, he can get all beefed up because he's pretty beefy and Kickass too. Mm-hmm. But I mean, this man is supposed to be like Arnold Schwarzenegger, <laughs> like he's enormous. So <laughs> it'll be it'll be interesting. I do like him though. I do like that actor. So I mean, people have kind of. People have like lost it this week over the announcement because it was just kind of out of nowhere. People were like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> but I mean, I'll give it. The, I'll give it the benefit of the doubt. I'll wait to see what goes down. Yeah, definitely. That's pretty much how I look at things. Like when certain things are announced, unless it's extremely awful, my usual reaction nowadays is like, "I'll reserve my judgment until I see a trailer." Yeah, and even then, sometimes I'll just go to the movie. Yeah. I don't care. Speaking of which, the Eternals trailer came out this week. And yeah. <laughs> I don't give a shit about it at all. <laughs> the trailer racked up 77 million views in the first day, becoming Marvel's most watched trailer in the pandemic era. <laughs> which wow. would probably be explained by the fact that they have not released a Marvel movie in the pandemic era. <laughs> yeah. Like, visually, it looks fine. Like, it looks great. It looks like a Marvel movie, but... I don't know anything about these characters. I don't give a fuck about any of these characters. <laughs> and all it's done is like made the internet a little mad because it shows you in the trailer that they've been on this planet for like thousands of years because they're immortal. They don't die. And then yeah. there's like supreme beings 
because in the Marvel Universe, there were like god-like entities known as the Celestials, and the Eternals are like the children of the Celestials. Oh, okay. So they're like human size because the Celestials are giant. The Eternals are human size. Angelina Jolie's in it. Salma Hayek's in it. But I just, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, and everyone's <laughs> like, why didn't they help out in Endgame? <laughs> and it's like, yeah, why didn't they help out in Endgame? That's true. <laughs> So I don't know. I don't like I just said, like I had when this came when this was announced, I'm like, I don't give a shit about this really. But it's Marvel. They'll make something cool out of it. And when I saw the trailer, I was like, yeah, I still don't give a fuck about this. Like, (laughs) I've always been excited about every Marvel movie and I'm not excited for this at all. Like, I don't even really care if I see it. Like, I don't give a shit. So hopefully they put out like more because they also did. They called this a teaser trailer. Just like they called the Venom trailer a teaser trailer, but they're both over two minutes long. That's not it's not really a teaser. Yeah. It's like a full trailer. Exactly. So hopefully they, they release some more content that'll make me give a shit about this because <laughs> right now I could not care less. Oh, we also got a trailer this week for Chris Pratt's new movie that's coming out on Amazon Prime in July. It's called The Tomorrow War. Have you did you see the trailer for that? No, but I've seen like I follow I follow him on Instagram. Um, so, Emmy, <laughs> why do you follow him on Instagram? Because <laughs> he's nice to look at and he's funny. Yep. So I follow him on Instagram and he posts um, some videos, like some stories and stuff. But I didn't know what the movie was. I just knew that he was working on something. Yeah, it looks it looks pretty interesting. It looks like it's up my alley. Basically, like in current day. They're all watching a soccer game, and mm-hmm. then like a portal opens up in the middle of the soccer soccer game, and people come out and they're like, "We're from the future. Aliens have like invaded our planet and are killing, like, have killed everybody." And Damn. So, like, we ha- like we've lost so many people that we're coming to the past to recruit you. <laughs> like, no, you have to f- come to the future and fight in this war, or all mankind is doomed. <laughs> dang and i mean at that time what choice do you have and there's like there's certain rules like if you are a teacher like you're exempt and like if you're a veteran you're exempt and stuff like that which he is both but he like signs up in place of his wife because he's like okay i don't if i don't volunteer from our household they're going to like take you Oh. I'm not gonna let that happen. So uh it looks it looks really good. The main actress, you might know her name. It's Chuck's girlfriend from Chuck. Oh, I love her. Yeah. Also Dexter's like second wife from Dexter, who is also a serial killer. <laughs> the only reason I don't know that her name right off the top of my head is because her name is really hard to pronounce. Because it's spelled Y V O N N E. That's her first name. I think her name's Yvonne Strakowski. Sure. But she looks like her name should be like Sally. Yeah, no, she does. <laughs> Brittany. But also has uh, J.K. Simmons. You know J.K. Simmons? Probably. Uh, he's J. Jonah Jameson in the Spider-Man movies. Oh, okay. Yep, I know him. From Whiplash. A million other things. Mm-hmm. They do that sometimes when I see a character or an actor in a movie. I'm always like, I know you from something. And then I got to look up what it is that I'm thankful. I'm like, oh, Yeah. Like, we were watching the Orville, and Rob Lowe is a character on there, but he's, like, blue and has, like, all these weird, um, you know, prosthetic, like, 
spikes and stuff to make him like an alien. And I was like, dude, I know who that is. I was like, that's Rob Lowe. And then my roommate looked it up, and sure enough, I was right. <laughs> yeah, I haven't watched that. I'll have to give that one a try. It looks fun. Yeah, it's good. So our last piece of news is that Netflix is going to be running a like online fan event. So like a lot of people have been doing this year, like uh, DC did one. Well, then this at the end of last year, I think, that's when they released like the Batman trailer and stuff, and people lost their fucking mind. <laughs> um, and they're doing another one again this year. Netflix is, uh, but Netflix is also going to do one called Geek to Week, and uh, okay. it's going to be in June. It's going to be a whole week of stuff where they're going to like debut footage and like more images from like thing upcoming events and anything like that's like geeky related. And they. Apparently, Netflix is making a live-action adaptation of Cowboy Bebop, which is one of my favorite animes. It's fucking amazing. Like, not only is it really cool looking and the story's really good, but the it's all about, like, the soundtrack is amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the intro song is fucking... Uh, <laughs> just watch it. It's fantastic. But I didn't know that they were doing it. I heard they were kicking around this idea for a while. I know at one point, Keanu Reeves was supposed to play Spike, which is the main character, and he kind of looked like that. <laughs> Um, but apparently, uh, John Cho, you know John Cho. He's a uh, he's Harold from Harold and Kumar. Okay, yep. And Sulu from the new uh, Star Trek films. He's gonna play Spike. And I don't really. The only other person I recognize, like maybe I'd recognize all these people if I saw them because I recognize things that they're in. The only other person I know though is Alex Hassel. He played Translucent in The Boys. Have you watched The Boys? I watched a couple episodes of it, but didn't get very far. He's like the Invisible Man. Okay. And uh, he's going to play Vicious, which is is Spike's like arch enemy. All right. So, I'm down. I'm down for this. It could be good. Not a lot of anime live action adaptations are good. No. By not a lot, I mean pretty much none of them are good. (laughs) I haven't watched. There are some though. Like I know Netflix did like they did some actual like Asian films and what by they did i mean usually these things are just made and then netflix buys the rights to them mm-hmm. but netflix has like a full metal alchemist one and a bleach one and i haven't watched either of those the only one i've watched was their american death note one and it was bad <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that brings us to our topic this week though is we're we just going to talk about our favorite anime yeah i love cowboy bebop i'm also a huge fan of dragon ball whole dragon ball series my entire life like Kind of grew up with that show. So, and Tammy likes anime a lot. She's been watching a lot of anime lately. Yeah, I've been trying to get back into it. I watched it a lot in like high school and then kind of like grew out of it, I would say, but not really. Like it just kind of, and now, um, don't know why, just suddenly I'm like, you know what I miss? Anime. And now I've just been watching hulu and like finding something that piques my interest so i've been watching a lot of anime recently what have you been watching what's what's new that's good that you've been watching um well the newest one that i'm watching is um i think it's super cute it's called kume 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 bears (laughs) (laughs) this is like a japanese version of we bear bears (laughs) (laughs) and um so what it ends up being is there's a girl who spends all of her time in um, a virtual reality world. She has a VR headset and she's like super rich in the not reality world. And she (laughs) goes in um, to the, the reality world, the virtual world. And they're like, 
hey, because you spent eight billion years on this game, the developers want to give you a present and then like open one of these random eight billion treasure chests. And she's like, all right, cool that one. And she opens it and she's like a bear costume. And it's like this big, like oversized fluffy (laughs) bear costume with like a hood. And it gives her like a bear face on it. And she's like, all right, cool. And then she goes to log on like the next day to play it. And she gets transported to the woods in this bear costume and she can't find any of like the main menu um like buttons or stats or anything so i think she's stuck in this thing and the bear costume gives her amazing powers and if she takes any part of the bear costume off because she's got like mittens that are bears like the hands where she grabs things are the bear's mouth she's got one black bear and one white bear (laughs) And um, she takes them off and tries to like pick up anything like super heavy. She can't do it. So she puts those bear things back on. Bam! She's lifting it like nothing. And um, all of the magic in this world is like, if you can imagine it, then you can do it. And with her, if she imagines a bear while doing it, she gets... Uh, it's like extra powerful. So she'll say things like bear fire and shoot these like crazy fireballs out. And she makes a bear house and like all these other things. And I think the best part about it is like, she gets transported to this town, helps this girl. And then throughout like the many episodes that I've watched, she tries to help better the town. Like she helps an orphanage that's going under because someone's embezzling the money that's supposed to help them so she finds a way for them to make money and she helps this baker this bakery uh that she found that she loved the bread but something happened and they couldn't like pay for the thing so she like hires them on and makes this restaurant for them and she's just like super helpful for like everybody so no it's that's my newest one (laughs) (laughs) that sounds fun though i like the whole superpowers thing (laughs) yeah it's nuts some of the power she can come up with it sounds like Sword Art Online. Have you ever watched that? Yeah, a little bit. That is like a crazy like premise for a show. If you haven't watched it out there, the basic premise is this video game developer, which in anime, they always act like these tech people are just one person. <laughs> <laughs> There's like a super popular game. It's like a VR game. Like you lay down <laughs> and like put on this headset and shit. And they've come out with like this latest version, so like everybody's got to play it. And when they log on, everyone's like, "Oh, this is awesome!" And it seems like real life and stuff. Like they're fully in- enveloped and everything. And they all, but they all have to like gather for like the opening like ceremonies. And when they do, the the like creator comes on like in the sky, and he's like, "Yeah, if you're in here right now, like you have to." work your way up i think it's like 12 levels like 12 open worlds to get out of the game and uh like if you die in here you die and oh my god anyone out there takes your helmet off you die (laughs) so everyone is like millions upon millions of people around the world are all trapped in this video game (laughs) dang yeah, and it's fucking, it becomes like the Walking Dead. Like, everyone's, like, fucking so stressed out about, like, I can't die. <laughs> like, the, like trying to, like, group into parties and shit to, like, take down these dungeons and everything. It's, it's pretty cool. What do, what was, like, your first anime, though? Like, what's the one of the oldest ones you remember? Um, Besides Dragon Ball Z was, I think, 
I watched Inuyasha. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Witch Hunter Robin. Yeah, we I think were the two that I remember. We got like very lucky with like Toonami. Mm-hmm. Because like we got all this awesome shit like in the <laughs> mid mid and early two thousands. Like Toonami on Cartoon Network was just it's fucking like if you don't know what it is. It was like this two or three hour block of anime, just like like when we were in high school, it was like the middle of the day every day, like five o'clock, like four o'clock or whatever. And then uh, the last like I don't know ten years, it's been like Saturday nights on Adult Swim has been Toonami. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they would play like Dragon Ball Z and Inuyasha and Yu Yu Hakusho and just like all this great shit. I think the first one that I remember is. It's either the original Dragon Ball, which used to be on like Sunday mornings here, or Ron- there was a show called Ronin Warriors, which like everyone had this like it was like kind of like Power Rangers, but mm-hmm. their armor was like samurai armor, and they had like swords and shit. And they all had like their own individual power. And then, Do we all have like different accents. Maybe like some different. They're all like I different think... colored armors. Like blue, yeah, red, you know, yeah. It was a really cool show. I watched a clip of it the other day, and I was like, I got no fucking idea what's going on, but this is still awesome. Um, I think you can watch a couple episodes, and I buy a couple. I mean, probably just two on Amazon because the boyfriend had mentioned it, and we found it. Hell yeah, Running Wars is the shit. Anyone out there, go check it out. It's, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was. I mean, it was. It definitely wasn't like the first couple seasons because I had a lot of questions about stuff, <laughs> <laughs> like. People are lucky today in the in the like point of view where stuff gets like dubbed really fast, mm-hmm. and even if it doesn't, like you can get subtitled things like the next day. Yeah, back in the day, like there was almost like a ten year gap in when things were coming out here because Dragon Ball Z finished in America in like two thousand and three or four, and finished in Japan in like nineteen ninety three. Dang. Like it just took took that long to like transfer it all over. Like I think it kept like switching who had like the American rights because there are different dubs of it. Like when it was when Dragon Ball Z was first on American television, like the music was different and like the voice actors were completely different. So I think they like it took so long because they kept like starting over. <laughs> <laughs> What's like your favorite though? Like do you have like a favorite anime? Dragon Ball Z is definitely my favorite anime ever. I don't think so right now. Like, I loved and still kind of do Witch Hunter Robin, but it has it's been a while. Um, and with just getting back into it, I'm kind of just taking in as much as I can. And, like, if it looks interesting or the story kind of catches me, I'll watch a few episodes and decide if I like it. Um, so I don't really... I can't say that I have, like, a favorite... No, no. You also like you like anime movies. Like you love Totoro and uh, yeah, like all I do. Ghibli stuff. That's all anime. That's true. I didn't think about that, but I I do love those. I think Totoro's the only, like maybe the only one of that I've seen. Besides, there was a movie here, but like looking back at it, I think it was an anime, and then they just dubbed it here. Do you, do you remember this? When we were little kids, there was an animated movie about a kid and his, like, bed could fly. And, like, he went, like, one night, like, his bed flew and he, like, went to this magical world of, like, all, like, Totoro type of shit. This sounds slightly familiar. 
I'm gonna look it up right now. Okay. I'm gonna Google cartoon movie. Flying bed. <laughs> Little Nemo. I don't know if that is a. It's definitely a Japanese movie. Everyone, everyone related to it, but it, the production studio is not Ghibli. But yeah, that was one of the, like the first animated movies that like I didn't know was anime. Like I said, they fucking they just dubbed over it. But I love, yeah, I loved. I was obsessed with like I liked Dragon Ball when I was little, but it was on like sporadically. And but like once I really got into Dragon Ball Z, I was like, holy shit, this is fucking amazing. <laughs> But it was like the only thing I liked for the longest time. Like I didn't. It wasn't until I met our friends, the twins. Shout out to the boys, mm-hmm. Ethan, Kevin, who are like anime obsessed. That's like all they watch. Like they would let me borrow. They let me borrow like the first three seasons of Bleach, which uh, fucking Bleach is so amazing. I love it so much. <laughs> I actually watched a few episodes of that because you were like, "Hey, you gotta check this out." Yeah, the first season's like a lot different because that's like set on earth like it's set in the earth like rome and then they go into like hell and heaven and stuff like that uh the first one's like a, a lot like ghostbusters <laughs> <laughs> there's just the only problem with that show is there's so much filler because like japan very they don't have like season breaks like they always they put out new episodes every week of stuff mm-hmm. they they only have like holiday breaks like we'll take this week off for a holiday, but we're not like we're not taking like three months off like Americans do. <laughs> but the problem with that is they'll start animes if they'll like if the manga is very popular right away, but they'll start it before there's enough content. So instead of like taking a three month pause to like let some episodes build up, they'll just make up their own shit. <laughs> no, <laughs> or change it completely. Like another show I love. Full Metal Alchemist, I love that show. And there's Full Metal Alchemist, and then there's Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Because halfway through Full Metal Alchemist, they were caught up, and they didn't want to do, like, a filler arc, which a lot of animes do. They'll just, like, start, like, a, this ended here, and we wrapped it up, and now we're going to have a little bit of filler. And then, like, we'll just do, like, a whole season of, like, new shit, basically. Full Metal Alchemist was, like, I guess we'll just, like, we'll just wing it. So they finish the whole story, and it's, like... Uh, some of the elements are the same, like the same bad guys wind up being the same bad guys. But in the in Brotherhood, which they did after the manga was done and did it completely from the story, there's a lot like it's it's longer and there's a lot of different like shit that happens. Like people have different powers. There's like a, a lion man. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't finished Brotherhood. I need to go back. But but just watching regular Fullmetal Alchemist, like. It's different than the manga, but they didn't do a bad job. Like, the story is still incredible. Have you ever watched Fullmetal Alchemist? Yeah, I watched a few episodes. I find that that's my answer to, like, everything. Because I do. I think think Jenny was like, hey, you should give this a try. And then, like, I watched a couple. And then I was just like, okay, it's cool. And I think it's because back then it was you had to catch it while it was on. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'm catching some episodes. Neat. But now I can be like, all right, cool. I can sit down and spend my whole Saturday <laughs> watching anime. Yeah, pretty much. And, and wondering where the day went. <laughs> yeah, I'll throw recommendations out right now. If, if anyone has been like toying with the idea of getting into anime, Dragon Ball Z is a great place to start. You could watch Dragon Ball, which is good too, but it's a little, it is a little more childish. So, uh, But Dragon Ball Z is like a clear like breaking point where you can 
watch it from the beginning and they kind of fill you in on what's been going on. Full Metal Alchemist, either regular or Brotherhood. You can't go wrong. It's very adult, even though the main characters are children. Like, some horrific shit happens <laughs> in that show. <laughs> Mm-hmm. it starts with them trying to resurrect their dead mother and losing their body parts so yeah that sounds interesting to you <laughs> cowboy bebop like we said is getting a live action treatment the the anime is incredible and the cool thing about like japanese television and kind of like television everywhere than except for america is like you would look at the episode listings of like full metal alchemist and be like oh it must not have been that good there's only 32 episodes and it's like, no, it's it's purposely made that way. Like they set mm-hmm. out to tell a story. They, yeah. Cowboy Bebop is, I think like twenty four episodes. Like, and it's a complete story. Like, and that's that's like, there's always like a structure. Like there are some there's some shows. I think like Fully Cooley. Have you ever watched that FLCL? No, nope. I think it's only six episodes. But it's completely Jeez. made to just be six episodes. Uh, there's a really cool show called Elven Lead about. Uh, girls who have like these invisible arms like they have regular like spiders no they have literally like invisible human arms but they're like make them almost like an octopus Uh uh-huh and these arms are like they vibrate at such a high frequency that they can like cut through anything so they're just like savagely cutting through people and shit and they're like fucked up girls like so like uh, the main girl character, she like escapes from the laboratory in the beginning and like meets up with the boy main character. But she has like, she got like struck in the head. So she's like very like simple. She only like says her name. She's kind of like a Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and she's like very shy and stuff. But then she becomes like jealous because she starts to like, like the boy and she becomes jealous of his girl cousin. Which, there's a lot of that in Japanese anime. Like, there's a lot of, like... Yeah. My cousin can be my love interest. <laughs> there's a lot of, like, also Let's... love interest stuff in anime. Which is weird, because there's, uh, there's a lot of romantic stuff in American television, but we always, like, pay it off. In anime, there's a lot of, like, teasing. It's always, like, this character is obsessed with this character, but she's never, ever going to tell him how they feel. They're never going to be a couple. It'll just be insinuated that they care for one another. <laughs> But yeah, she likes him, and she's like jealous of how close his girl, her his girl cousin, is to him. And eventually, she goes crazy and like kills her and a whole bus full of people. Dang! With the the whole cousins thing, that's what fruit baskets. um, Uh, Yes. Kind of is. I told you guys. I told everybody about last time. It's the one where the the um this family, the Soma family, is cursed by the Zodiac. And anyone if from the opposite sex, if they get hugged um, by that person, they are they um, turn into an animal of the Zodiac. So there's a character, because you meet all of the members of the Zodiac, and there is one, and she obviously is a cousin because she has to be part of the Soma family to be cursed by it. And she like is in love with, I can't think of his name, but she's in love with one of the characters. And she's like, we're going to get married. She's like, because you can't marry anybody else because I can hug you and all this stuff because we're both Zodiac members. Yeah. And no, it's just right. weird. <laughs> but that's just like, that's what I noticed. I'm like, how do they have children then if they can't? And that's how they have Gross. children. 
Yeah. But fruit baskets is a <laughs> if you besides that, I really enjoy fruit baskets. He doesn't end up with her. He actually would prefer to be with the main character. Yeah, I mean, besides that part in Elephant Lead, the whole show is great. <laughs> yeah. So if you can just there's you always know. some there's always some like weird elements. There's always there'll always be some yeah. stuff that doesn't like translate. Um, and there isn't like every single anime like a lot of the reactions and stuff like that. It's like what the fuck is that? Like why are you pulling on your eyelid? Like why is your nose bleeding? Why are yeah. you just falling over? <laughs> well, they tend to have people's nosebleeds anytime yeah, they're, they're like aroused. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, have you ever seen Death Note? Um, seen a couple. Seen a couple, yeah. <laughs> Death Note is an amazing anime that I think is. It's a. It's not long, not by American standards, but it's it's a little longer for an anime. I think it's like fifty-two episodes. It is amazing. <laughs> it is really really good. If you like, what if you like sci-fi, and you like Dexter, it's kind of like yeah. those two things pushed together. Uh, the basic synopsis is there is a character. He's like a very smart, um, like promising young man. Like he's in high school. He's going to go to, he's going to go to college and he's just kind of, but he's kind of like detached from things. Like he doesn't, he kind of socializes cause he knows he's supposed to like, so he's a little bit of like a sociopath. <laughs> uh, <laughs> his dad is like the chief of police and his mom is, is like a nice nice lady like he has and he has a sister like he has a nice normal life um and he does like all the things he's supposed to do and then he just finds this book that has a skull on the front of it and says death note and he opens it up and there are instructions on the inside there's like rules to the death note and basically anyone's name you write in the book will die there are a lot more rules than that like that specify like how like you can write their name in a time and a cause and it'll play out. Or if you just write their name, they will just basically like die of a heart attack within like two days or something like that or a day. And it starts off like he doesn't believe it. And then uh, it turns out that these are the book of Shinigamis, which is funny because Shinigamis are what they're called in bleach as well. They're like grim reapers, basically like angels of death. Um, <laughs> yeah, and his uh, Shinigami is named uh, Ryu, and he purposely like he dropped his book down to earth just for fun because he was bored. Because they literally live in this like plane of nothingness of just like death, and they just sit around. <laughs> like their backstory <laughs> is like very vague; like they don't really explain what the fuck is happening. But yeah, so he, but he's the only one that can see him because he has the death note. <laughs> So, like, at first he thinks he's going fucking insane because he sees this, like, demon man floating around and, like, <laughs> stealing his apples and stuff. Um, but then the character just kind of goes... He does, go in, he does go insane, but he doesn't, like, see it as going insane. Like, he's like, I'm gonna, like, get rid of all the bad people in the world. But then it turns into, like, and I'll build my own fucking world. <laughs> like, like, everyone hear me and I'll be the fucking <laughs> ruler of the world. Like and like you like anonymously starts going on like the media like he's basically a serial killer <laughs> like um <laughs> and there's just so many like cool twists and turns and shit and how it all works out and like characters that are like trying to stop him and everything he has like a like a like a counterpart 
uh, that is like against him who is like just as smart <laughs> uh, there is like a lot of like there's no fucking way you'd know that type of shit in there <laughs> like you just you can't just say i know it because i'm smart like it doesn't mean you can like, yeah. see the past and stuff uh, but it is really it's really good it's really good especially if you like like murder mystery type of shit like and like I said, like Dexter, stuff like that. It's it's intense. <laughs> and a lot of people die. <laughs> <laughs> but don't watch the American live action version. Yeah. The only good part about that is that the Shinigami is voiced by Willem Dafoe. <laughs> yeah, oh, really? Which is great, but the rest of it's all bad. <laughs> nice. I have one. It's about a lesser god trying to become like a bigger god by doing random things. It's 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 called Noragami, and it's about a god named Yato, and he is like a lesser. Like he really like no one knows about him, um, and he's all he does is he basically just kind of he gets rid of ghosts or I forget what they call them. Um, for people or like finds like if you're one of the episodes is someone's looking for their lost cat and the lot the cat's name is Malord. <laughs> so <laughs> he's out looking for Malord and like he finds like someone some little kid um was like, Oh Yato, please help me find Malord and if you pay him five yen, he will do whatever your wish. He's like, Your wish has been heard and it will be granted or whatever. And so it's a whole thing about him, um trying to save enough money to get himself a shrine. And then he meets a girl and she ends up somehow in between, I think they call it the near and far land, but basically between life and death. Like sometimes she'll just fall asleep and she'll have an out of body experience and she'll have like a, a purple tail <laughs> and she's able to like jump and do all these things. And she hangs out with Yato and he has to, um, in order to fight the ghosts has to have a regalia. So he has to find a, um, untainted spirit, which ends up being, um, this kid. I think his name is Yuki. And like the three of them, are the best of friends, but they all have these, like, she's got these random, like actual I'm in school having to take finals problems along with, Oh no, now we have to go fight all these ghosts that came out of nowhere problems. Cause she hangs out with these fools a lot. <laughs> um, so it's kind of, it's kind of fun and it's funny cause you know, it's Yato's great. He like spray paints his phone number on things. So people will, um, call him just to make a wish so that he can get more <laughs> money to buy himself. A shrine so he can be one of the big um, gods. <laughs> there's always like a lot of god stuff. There's like, yeah, there's after, a bunch of gods in that one. Stuff. Like, uh, that's like the that's why anime is cool. Like it's something different. Like mm -hmm. there are a lot of just like premises for shows. Like their entire premise you would never see an American show like that. They'd be like like no. studios would just like beat it to death with notes until it wasn't anything good or like close to what it was supposed to be at all. Cause a lot of this shit is just fucking out there, but it works and it's so fucking cool. I love, I love it. Like, and you could find an anime yeah. about anything. Like, yeah, I found two about vampires. Animes about fucking like, like foreign legions clubs in high school. and shit. <laughs> like, 
mm-hmm. like school you, for supernatural children yeah like yeah this one of the biggest ones right now in one show that i fucking love from the second i started it is one punch man have you ever watched one punch man no wait yes i think the boyfriend was watching it probably it is great uh there's our hero the one punch man i can't i it's been a long time since i've watched this because i'm just so busy nowadays so i'm I'm not gonna be like tammy i won't even guess at names Uh, (laughs) but uh yeah one punch man is a man who did who had no superpowers um but he kind of lives in like a superpowered world there is like a registry of superheroes because like the world is always like at these catastrophic like doomsday events um so you're like classed like you're a rank of hero so like they'll like assess the situation and send in appropriate level heroes like not to so they don't waste time or whatever and there well, there was a a crab monster named crab latte which is uh, a <laughs> crab man on the top normal man on the bottom oh man <laughs> <laughs> so he's like running around in whitey tighties but he's got this huge crab body oh my god that's amazing um he is like terrorizing the city that one punch man lives in and he's just out like trying to find a job and then he winds up having a like he winds up fighting this crab monster and then is like i want to be a hero so he does like it like like fighting that monster like unlocked something in him and he thinks he became like a ultra power hero because he fucking he like did like a hundred push-ups and a hundred sit-ups every day and ran like a 5k which is not like it's not the most amount of exercise but he can like he like he trains like that and he's like i trained so hard all my hair fell out so he's like completely bald now um but he is completely bored at all times because now he's so strong from doing that that every every person he fights he beats with one punch <laughs> like that's why he's called one punch man like not <laughs> not purposely he's just so strong that it it happens to kill everybody like he <laughs> he's pissed because he wants a good fight <laughs> like and he can't have one there's one episode where it starts with he's having a like you don't know it but he like these monsters come out of the ground to take over the world and he's like he's having a great time and like it's a challenge and he's fighting everybody and stuff and, and then he wakes up and he's like god damn it, it was a dream <laughs> but it's amazing and there's like a, a huge cast of characters and stuff he has like a, an apprentice named gino who's like a cyborg who just gets his ass kicked all the time even though he's like a super <laughs> cool character but yeah they decide to like get classified as heroes themselves and Genos is like an s like so he's like considered a great hero and one punch man gets rated like a a b (laughs) because he holds like he holds back because he doesn't want to like i can't remember the reason i think he like he doesn't want the at first he doesn't want the attention and then like later on he's like i just saved all of it (laughs) um but yeah he like he's a little mad because he's like i held back but i held back too much so now they think i suck (laughs) nobody's gonna know who i am um but it's just it's such a like the visuals and there's always like a cool fight because there's like so many other characters so there's always like these long fights and then he shows up there's a they just came out with a video game for it and that's literally how it works you fight as other people and you have to like basically survive as like this countdown happens and then once the countdown's (laughs) over you'll become one punch man and you punch him once and win nice (laughs) that um 
That one reminds me of My Hero Academia. Because there's people that get, like, your everybody in the world has, like, a superpower, and then you can train to be a hero and get put on, like, you know, be a hero, and everyone, you go and save everybody, and they, you get into, a, like, an elite school where you, like, harness all your powers, and you learn to um, master them and all that fun stuff, and then you get to, like, get, like, your... It's like your driver's license, but in some states you get, like, a, your driver's permit first. So you get, like, your hero's permit, and you get to, like, shadow actual heroes for a while, and then you get to become a hero. And it's just, like, what happens at the school? And this one kid who... They call them corks. There's one kid that didn't have one for whatever reason. He was born, like, so many people were born with it. And then, like, at some point, everybody had one, and he just didn't have one. So, but he's, he swore he was going to be a hero anyways, and then he gets one. And then um, goes to the school and meets, like, a bunch of really cool people who all have their own special powers and, like, the stuff that happens to the school because people are trying to stop the heroes because there's a bunch of villains and you meet a bunch of them and they're just the stuff that they try to do. Yeah, that's a show I see everywhere. Like, that's got to be, like, the biggest anime in the world right now, but I've never seen an episode. Like, I've seen clips pop up on, like, Facebook and stuff, but I've never That's pretty good. It. it looks really cool, and everyone says it's amazing. I, all I know is, like, the main character, like, punches so hard he wants up like, breaking his wrist and hand and everything. Oh, well, that's his... He doesn't know how to control his powers, so everyone else at the school has had their powers since, like, five or whatever, and he gets it, it, like, I don't know how old they are, but, like, in school, so he doesn't quite know how to focus his power, because he thinks if he focuses, focuses it's all on one hit, he ends up breaking, like, his hand and wrist and all of that, like, at one point he uses, like, he flicks his fingers and breaks his fingers, um, but later on he realizes that he has to, like, use his power, like, basically constantly, he kept thinking, like, I had to turn it off, turn it off, turn it on, turn it off, turn it on, instead of just letting it course through his like, entire body or something like that. Oh, yeah. So he's, yeah, so he's just letting it all out at once. Yeah. So he, learned, he learns to, to control that. But it's it's pretty good, and I know recently in the last, at least couple of weeks, um, season five just came out. So. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, it's fucking everywhere. I see toys. Yeah. Pops. Fucking... I see that plastered everywhere that season five is. I think it's because I'm like, we're in the podcasting world. So like I see a lot of our fellow podcasters putting up like season five (laughs) reviews. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was some anime chat. We hope you get something out of that. Basically, if you've never watched anime, go, go check out at least an episode of one of the shows we mentioned. They're all fucking great. I say give it two. Yeah. Give it two episodes. Yeah, give it two episodes. <laughs> I find that the first one sometimes is a little eh. Yeah. So if you give it a second one, you kind of get a little more to it. Yeah. Sometimes also, like I said, with like Bleach, like sometimes watch through to the end of the first season because sometimes you don't even find out what the show is actually going to be. Like sometimes it changes. Yeah. So yeah, give it give it a few and see what you like because there's something out there for everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, that was fun. I love anime. We a good old Me cat. too. <laughs> uh, you can find this show on our social media links of Twitter. We are FMBN Podcast. We are on Facebook and Instagram, FMBN, the number four and the letter U. 
you can email the show. Email us with episode ideas. We'd love to, to do that. We'd want to we want to do more news episodes just to like talk about what's going on, like the stuff that people want to hear and then but we we don't really have like ideas for a regular episode. Like <laughs> it's always good to end with like a like a talking point like this. So if you have a talking a talking point, something you'd like to hear us talk about and we're just not realizing we're that knowledgeable, uh <laughs> send it on over. We'll we'll do it. And we'll give you a shout out on the show. Heck yeah. Find our sweet merch at our Threadless store, which is fmbn.threadless.com. We have a lot of cool stuff up there. And they're always like adding new stuff that our logo automatically goes on, like new types of merchandise. So I need to check in because I don't even know what the fuck we got going on. Yeah. Yeah. Tammy, what's all your YouTube links and that? I have a YouTube channel where I play video games. You can find us on YouTube. We are the Nearly Dead Duo. And you can find us on Twitter and Instagram. Um, We are Nearly Dead Duo. Hell yeah. We will be back on Friday with Ryan from the Coolness Chronicles, where me and him dissect the entire X-Men franchise all the way from 2000 to current day. We go through every single movie and just talk about the goods and the bads and, and the ups and downs of the franchise because there's lots of them. Also, before we go, starting June 1st, we will be running limited time just for the month of June. Uh, we have Pride Month merchandise, which uh, I know I just plugged the Threadless store, but this will be on our T Public store because it's a little easier to uh, keep track of how much we sell. We have three logos and all... Of the ones that we sell, no matter what it is, as long as it has that logo on it, all the proceeds from that will be donated to the All Out Foundation, which is a a great foundation fighting for LGBT plus rights all across the world, which is very important. And it's uh, something that's it's something that's very important to us. Uh, We have we have a lot of friends in that community and and a lot of fellow podcasters in that community and it's just uh it's it's important to us uh because uh, as one of the logos say fmbn means everyone is welcome here be proud of who you are so that is a very important message for us because it's true uh we want everyone here to feel uh included and appreciated and comfortable that they can be whoever they are and that we love you for it so that's a very important message so yeah, go check out our Team Public store starting, I mean, this comes out on Monday, so starting tomorrow, and uh, get yourself a t-shirt or a sticker or whatever you whatever you like, and all the proceeds will be donated to that at the end of the month. I am Josh. And I'm Tammy. And this is the Fortnite Finance Podcast signing off. Stay nerdy, my friends. Mm-hmm.